Come on. Quick ask before we get started today, I am working to help people lead happier and more contented lives. My part of that is money. So if you enjoyed today's episode or if you've enjoyed past episodes, please take a minute and leave a quick review on iTunes. Subscribe. That helps uh, the show climb up the rankings and helps more people uh, find it. So thanks a lot. Gretchen, are you ready? I'm ready. Excellent. Well, I'm ready. The people are ready. Let's go. Welcome to Money Savage Engage. This is George Grombacher. Gretchen Helpin is a business strategist, a master of momentum. She's a successful entrepreneur consultant who is guided by one true passion to help people leave, live the life that they want, even if it challenges the status quo. I'm excited to have you on. Gretchen, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Thanks, George. I appreciate you having me on. You know, I think most important to me, I am a wife and mother of three. And, you know, I think a lot of professional women don't really start with that when they're talking in a professional environment. But, you know, that area of my life really is an important piece and has brought me to who I am and, and, honestly has informed a lot of uh, business decisions over the years as well. And so, you know, at the start, my passion and drive in business was really um, born out of survival. Um, I was a single mom in the South in the late 80s, um, and I, I really knew what it felt like to make decisions between diapers and dinner. It was a really, really tough time. Um, for me in my life. You know, I was 21. I was still very young and trying to figure out who I was. And here I was uh, being faced with the responsibility of being a mother as well. And, you know, what really drove me, the, obviously the love of my daughter and the urge to really want her um, to have more opportunities in life, really pushed me to be the best person that I could be in both um, my business and my personal life. And so I, I, I took a really big leap, um, you know, with, with only 30 days worth of money and uh, a, a young toddler. I packed up from uh, Louisiana and moved to California to really look for new opportunities for, you know, my small family. And it, it was really good timing on my part. Um, you know, back then the internet was just booming from a consumer perspective. And I was really, you know, blessed with the opportunity to, to learn and grow professionally. And it was a time of a lot of startups. So, you know, taking a chance on someone with little experience was, was just what people did. And so I had to be really fearless um, and really take a lot of chances um, in my in in my early career, and I really think that it was the strength that my daughter gave me that I transferred right back into um, the things I did in business. So it's been a, a pretty winding road, you know. I've I've been in industries, uh, tech and consumer goods, and uh, data even, and ended up um, over the last 
eight years in the finance industry. And so, you know, I've, I've built five businesses in different sectors, but the financial services industry is where I landed and I'm really passionate about it. And, and through my consulting uh, business in that industry, uh, was born Beyond AUM. And uh, myself and my partner, you know, we designed an agency to really help uh, registered investment advisors build value into their business outside of what that industry usually measures as success. And so we've been in business for about two years now. Um, we've passed uh, half a million in revenue. And we work with, you know, firms of all sizes, uh, from small advisors who really want to build value in their business all the way up to, um, you know, large advisory firms that have double digits in the billions. So it's been quite a journey. Well, that's awesome. And congratulations on the success. Um, and, man, 21 years old, living in Louisiana, 30, 30 days worth of money. You just hop in the car and go to Northern California. I can't, I mean, I'm trying to put myself in, in your shoes. I always consider myself to be uh, a self-starter and pretty audacious, but um, I certainly have never had an experience like that. Um, I mean, I, I that's that's literally fearless. It's, I mean, how do you, how do you transfer that to somebody else and, and say, hey, Anybody can do this. I, I I did it. What was what was the mindset? Were you were you scared? I think scared is an understatement, you know. And from a mindset perspective, it's it's really about really having that laser focus on what you're trying to achieve and having a passion around what you're trying to achieve. Um, and translating that into action is, you know, one of the most important things that any person can do in their lives, whether it's for, for business or, you know, for their, the personal aspects of their lives. And so it, it was that important to me um, to create other opportunities outside of the opportunities that were there for me. And, and that drive really pushed me to take the risk associated with a move like that. Yeah. Yeah. I have to, I, I think that that's really well said right there. It's, it's knowing where it is that, that you want to end up. Uh, but then to be able to break that down into bite-sized actionable steps, like, okay, I need to, I need to, I, I need to make sure that I have this much money saved up. Here's where I'm going to go. I need to make sure my car is going to get me, whatever the, the, these are, Little things like that, I think, would be would probably stop ninety percent, if not ninety five percent, of people in that situation. Absolutely, and and it definitely wasn't an easy time. Uh, as I said, the internet was just really becoming available. Um, I'm not even sure that I had a, a desktop computer in my house, so right. yeah. I, I literally, <laughs> you know, arrived on the scene and and broke open the newspaper and started circling ads, and wow. so. Um, that that taught me to really be aware of opportunities that were put in front of me and be open to uh, explore and be curious about things that I was faced with, you know, not looking at it as an obstacle, but what could come out of this that might be unexpected. 
uh, was something that really helped me succeed, uh, ultimately land, you know, positions that quite frankly, I wasn't qualified for <laughs> and, you know, have people, uh, take the chance on, on me. And that helped me learn a lot about business and, and strategy and ultimately, you know, how to create, uh, growth and operations for businesses. There's a couple of things there, I think, which are super important. Um, but certainly one of those is it helped you to get opportunities that you weren't necessarily qualified for. And I think that we all feel like to a degree that, that, that we're imposters, but before we can even have that opportunity, we need to get the opportunity, right? I, I need to get this job or this, yeah. you know, this. So if we never take that step, what, what how, how do you counsel people to, to, to jump into the uncomfortable deep end of, 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 of the pool, for lack of a better term? Yeah, you know, I think it's really about being confident with the, the toolkit that you, you have and not worry so much about what is going to be expected. So if you can translate, you know, the capabilities and resources that you have into how it would add value to the situation you're walking into, oftentimes, you know, what you're let's say an interview you are walking into for a certain position, um, if you really understand the organization and ask good questions about what they're trying to achieve, then you're able to translate your capabilities into adding value in their business. So they may see something in you that, um, you know, might not check off all of the boxes on, on what's needed in terms of capabilities but it'll pique their interest in how you can um, create additional value outside of what they're looking for. And, you know, I, I really think that has proven to be, for me, um, a way to um, accentuate um, the benefits of having me in an organization. Yeah, the ability to to really know yourself and is it also a function of I I know that I can do these things I I, I I know that I'm good at these these different areas and I think that within any organization I, I can have an impact so did you always were, were you always a really self-assured person or did you how, <laughs> how did you learn about this not at all I was not self-assured at all I I was a very shy uh, individual. And, uh, because of that, my mom, uh, put me in, into dance hmm. and, you know, uh, I ultimately danced with the new Orleans ballet company and, um, thought that that would be my career. Ironically, that I would be a ballerina and that training, um, kind of the discipline and, um, the understanding that in order to do something, it, it takes work, it takes um, dedication, but it also takes that drive for continual improvement and learning. Um, I've been able to, you know, translate that into learning new skills, um, being able to see what's needed and either build the skills that I need to 
to do that or um, anticipate, you know, how maybe teams should be structured and different things like that. So I, I really believe just from a foundational perspective, kind of my base core, um, definitely ballet played a huge role in just helping me um, kind of strive through the pain, so to speak. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. I think that that's probably a perfect way to think about it. So in, in terms of being aware of different opportunities, how how do you, I mean, that was, you said, I think you said it was like the late 80s or early 90s. And fast forward to, you know, 2019, and it's the opposite, right? Everybody has the world mm-hmm. at their fingertips through the, four, mm-hmm. you know, of these phones and social media and I mean, my awareness, I only have so much bandwidth. So how do you, how do you, I guess, how, how, how do you, how are you judicious with your attention? I don't know if that's the right term. I think, I think you probably yeah. know what I'm trying to ask. <laughs> yeah. Um, absolutely. I, you know, our, our work with Beyond AUM, so my partner and co-founder in Beyond AUM, uh, Nima Tului, I have to give him a shout out. You know, we really recognized the need in the financial advisory industry that um, the way that clients were being served or, you know, normal people who were trying to build in financial value into their lives were being served, decisions in those companies were really being made not around the need of the end client, but they were being built around gathering assets or that AUM number, um, which ultimately disqualified, you know, so many people um, from thinking that they were in need of or deserved to have um, the financial stability that was the the financial advice and, and stability that was only available to, um, you know, select people and being, being a single mom and my, my partner, uh, you know, seeing his mom struggle financially through life as well. We really wanted to make sure that we were building value in financial advisory businesses based on the demographics that they were serving. So really, uh, laser focus again uh, with the focus um, on having intentional um, an intentional client experience that covered the diversity of the world you know and I just feel like more and more um, it's a diverse world it's a gumbo of sorts of a lot of different preferences and needs and desires and as you said you know right we have the internet and everyone has access to everything. So how do you um, provide and serve with the right expectations for everyone? And so for us, we try to build very intentional action and experiences into our clients' firms. And, you know, the, the expectations are changing, the market segments and demographics are changing, um, you know, it's it's no longer a, a male vanilla world, and I think the financial services industry was still acting 
um, that way. And, you know, now uh, we know that if, if you really want to truly serve uh, the client base that is available to you, you need to have a really deep understanding of their needs and goals and less focus on, let's say, a product or service. Yeah, I think that that's so important. So you need to know yourself. You need to know where you want to be. You need to be intentional. And then understanding the people that you serve, you need to, I guess, be focused on those same kinds of things, helping people to helping to understand what it is that they want. So not necessarily help them to know themselves, but certainly I think that if you can help anybody to, 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 to get a better understanding of themselves, then, then that's certainly of immense value. Yeah, and, you know, for us, our, our passion really lies with the butterfly effect that it creates. So if firms that we're serving are better able to attract their core clients and bring down costs with technology, you know, and, and make financial planning and investing more accessible, um, we really feel strongly that this directly impacts the ability for those currently underserved markets to grow their own personal wealth. And then hopefully that translates into thriving communities. So, you know, we're always looking for that win-win situation. So, um, you know, if the financial advisory firms grow and they're really focused on the markets that they want to serve, then the communities that they serve are also benefited. Yeah, I think that's certainly is that there's no question about that. So you talked about how, how, it's important to you to, I, I don't know, I don't remember if you said to actually lead with it, talk about how you're a wife and a mother of three when a lot of uh, a lot of women in the industry don't necessarily do that. Can you tell me a little bit more about that? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, so I, and I, I did it as well. So I'm not, not a martyr in any way. Um, the, I think, in general, in business in general, you know, women have been um, expected to act a certain way, present themselves a certain way, um, ultimately become the world that they're going into. And I, I've done that, you know, as I've worked in certain certain sectors, um, you know, you just kind of morph into what's around you. And I think women have been forced to do that for a really long time and that's changing. So um, whenever I go into any uh, public situation, whether I'm speaking at a conference or, or, you know, uh, a guest on a podcast, I think it's important for women to um, put out there what's going on from a personal perspective as well, because, you know, men and women are different and we shouldn't be forced to act the same. Um, the diversity of thought is actually more beneficial. You know, we've seen it on boards and, and CEOs, how that diversity of thought has really helped organizations. And so to to kind of hide behind um, what you're expected to be is is 
one, not healthy personally. I've lived through that. But also it's not healthy for um, open, trusting relationships that are needed to really guide uh, companies forward. Got it. That makes a lot of sense. Well, Gretchen, Savage Nation is ready for your difference-making tip. What do you have for them? You know, that difference-making tip, I would say, is to have an open mindset. Really think about um, other people first, and that seems kind of hokey, but if you if you understand the goals and objectives of the people around you and you're truly authentically curious about those things, you'll not only spot opportunities that provide benefit to yourself, but you'll create win-win situations for the people around you, whether that's that's personal or business. Like that is great stuff. That definitely gets, come on, come on. And Gretchen, thank you so much for coming on. Where can Savage Nation learn more about you? Well, you can always learn about um, me on our website at beyondaum.com. And if you want to email us directly, you can just say hello at hello at beyondaum.com. Perfect. Well, Savage Nation, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Gretchen your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas, go to beyondaum.com. Check out all the great resources that they have there. Thank you again, Gretchen. Yeah, thank you, George. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight because we are all in this together. Before I go, quick announcement. I've been asked by so many people over the past couple of years about how do I start a podcast that I've developed and released a course that will teach you exactly how to do that step-by-step from figuring out the kind of show that you want to have to understanding how all the technology works behind it and then how to get great guests and uh, keep the thing moving and how to grow it. So if you're interested in that, check it out. You can go to georgegrombacher.com forward slash podcast course and you'll find it there. You can just go to the website. I'll also list that in the notes of the show. What's up, Savage Nation? Please support the show by subscribing, leave us a review, and definitely feel free to share us with somebody you think would like it. Come on!